Welcome, you've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now let's get it. Welcome brothers to the Brothers Journey Show. The signpost for today reads, Faith and Discipline. Brother Steve will share some information on this very interesting and dynamic topic and the challenge face if you have one without the other. As always, I'll start by giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, loving wife Rita, and you brothers for traveling on this journey. I thank you for your time and attention. I hope the signpost for today will serve as fuel for your journey. This topic was raised during an interview on the Brothers Journey show. I asked uh, my brother, my guest, Brother Ben Hall, for tips on how he's been successful in life and business. Once again, a special shout out to Big Ben Desserts in Wellfoot. So if you're in the upstate, uh, check them out there in, in Wellfoot on Highway 29. And I'm sure you won't pass his establishment driving too fast because one thing, the Wellfoot Police Department will be sure you keep it at 35. Our scripture reference comes um, because this is such a dynamic topic. I had to actually have several scriptures, uh, four to be exact, to kind of get an idea of what this faith and discipline thing is all about. Hebrews 11 and 1 reads, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11 and 6 read, And without faith it's impossible to please him. For everyone who draws near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Proverbs 12 and 1 reads, Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 reads, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So before we get into the signpost for today, I want to thank all of you who participated in the seven-day email campaign. Again, I'm new to this podcast space, so I'm still looking for my groove, and I really thank you for, you know, walking, walking through that with me. I hope you were informed and encouraged by something, and if you purchased the book as a result of the campaign, thank you very much, and I hope to we will connect soon. So again, thank you for sharing your uh, past seven days with this campaign. The source for this episode came from a previous episode. Check out season two, episode 22 to get the context of how faith and discipline helped the brother Ben to the next level. First, we have the task of understanding just what faith is. In Hebrews, the definition um, is just yet another passage that will keep you seeking for a lifetime to get a real understanding of that. But for sake of conversation, the first part is developing an understanding of what now faith is. I think it's possible to have past faith and future faith, but here we're talking about now faith, because although we don't forget the past and we hope for the future, we live in the here and now. So as of right now, faith is the substance which is defined as the thing 
It's the stuff that matters, the unexplained that make up the things you are hoping for. Hope is your belief in something or a desire for something better to happen. Once you get your hope together, then you have to open yourself up to believe that there is evidence you can't see which could indicate something on a super spiritual supernatural level. The list is long of those things you can't see that are real. For example, you can't see love. You may experience the feeling and you may see the results of someone showing love, but the actual emotion of love is unseen, yet you know it's real. It's like Frankie said, joy and pain is like sunshine and rain. You feel the joy and the pain, but the actual feeling you can't see. Yet it's like sunshine and rain, which you can see. You can't see air, but you can feel it. Therefore, you know it's there. Like I said, the list is long of those things you can't see that are real. I suggest a deeper look into those things that are of an unseen nature and your ability to explain them to a child. Sometimes those explanations turn out to be anything but simple. So the signpost, and to make sure everyone listening understands what I mean by a signpost. I'm referring to those signs you see along the road. You know, speed limit, detour, stop signs. Signpost. I use the signpost metaphor as a marker to say that at this point in your daily journey, you just encountered a sign that reads faith and discipline. What do you do and what is your next move? Faith, Hebrews 11 and 1 states, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. To fully understand, you have to first understand what now faith is. I think it's easier to have past faith. After all, he did it before, he can do it again. But when you're going through a current situation, you need your faith to kick in right now. Faith not tested is merely a theory, something you think based on a few facts, but not really any substance and certainly no conviction. You have to know whatever you're doing now, the result you hope for within the next minute will happen. As Brother Ben said, he has to have faith that desserts that the desserts he's cooking at 6 a.m. will be sold today because his business thrives on delivering fresh baked goods. You know, you just can't whip up a banana pudding right when someone places an order. It takes time. When you make a major purchase like buying a car and you get hit with those crazy prices we face today, you have to have faith that for the next 48, 60, or 72 months, you know, you can meet that four or $500 car payment. I had to put, I have a little input that I want to add to this. Um, for you listening here, I, I, I ran into a brother a few years ago who, who comes from the type of family, he's a college student, who comes from the type of family that never had a car payment. Either they were balling like, you know, to the point where they can drop down cash for it or good financial planners that they saved up for a car, or maybe they just only bought the hoopties that, you know, buy here, pay here kind of things. But the idea of, of a car payment really shocked him, especially when he started talking about the price or the, the, um, the expense of a car payment. And he just couldn't understand why paying so much for something that depreciated every day. Unfortunately, Rita and I had to purchase another vehicle recently only because the car we had was spending more time in the shop than at home. So, of course, it was time for it to go. But 
because of the economic situations or the issues that's happening today, it really wasn't the best time to buy a vehicle. But when you got to do what you got to do, what you got to do. All of that means the price were even crazier as we spent, you know, countless hours online and riding by the car lots and vacant car lots. Only one car that even comes close to what we're looking for. So we did, you know, after a while, settle on the vehicle. And through this whole process, we would find and they'd come out. Congratulations, your payment was only going to be 400 or 500 a month, you know, and that really got on my nerves. So I, I finally got to the point where I said, look. Stop saying only and 500 in the same breath. You know, I know inflation is real, you know, and for those of us who are trying to manage it, you know, check to check, you know, the impact is even greater. Now, we'll talk more about, you know, the act of purchasing a vehicle on future episodes, you know, because, brothers, I think we have to make better financial choices. And we know, you know, the ride is one place where the brother can't slip up. And, oh, yes, we got to put some rims on it, too. By faith, we have to believe we would be able to meet that, this new financial obligation, not talking about what God can and will do, but in order to maintain your credit character, you have to do what you have to do. You know, to pray to God and ask him to help you with a $500 car payment is somewhat strange to me. The question is, did he tell you to go out and buy that expensive car? Yes, I believe he wants his children to be blessed, but is that what it means? I don't know. As a provider, you have to have faith in your ability to get up each morning and go out in the world and make it happen. This is a tough assignment that requires daily prayer, reassurance, motivation, encouragement, patience, and a whole lot of other things to just get through each workday. If you are blessed to be on the entrepreneurial journey, consider yourself fortunate. But I know it's not all happy, happy, joy, joy when you're the only one you can rely on to get it done. It is written that without faith, it's impossible to please God. I don't know about you, Brett, but one thing I want to do is live a life that pleases God. Brothers, you must work on your faith. Discipline is one of the most important personality traits in your life. It refers to a set of rules and regulations which are to be followed while undergoing any task or activity. It's a way of being honest, hardworking, motivated, and encouraged while you're doing something. Being a disciplined brother will require effort, especially when you're tired, bored, or even if you're coming through a recent setback. Having self-control is the foundation of discipline. You will have to keep yourself motivated and encouraged that the work you are putting in will produce the outcome you are planning. You know, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. You have to be disciplined to first take the time to set SMART goals. You know, SMART goals, those things that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. You also have to stay disciplined after you have accomplished that goal because it's not the end of the journey. You must keep going to the next one. The more disciplined you become, the easier it is to deal with the many challenges of life. If you have the discipline to build your relationship with Jesus, your challenges may not be as severe. So how do you become more disciplined? As always, Brother Steve has a few tips to help you work on your discipline. Number one, know your strength and weaknesses, but don't allow them to trap you into a can't-do mindset. 
Two, realize this will take work. Becoming a disciplined person is not easy. Three, set clear, smart goals and have an execution plan. Four, put diligence into action daily. You have to be about it every day. Five, create new productive habits and rituals. You have to do something different if you want something different. Six, engage with a coach or a mentor. You need an accountability partner. Seven, allow for flexibility and know when to pivot. Always moving forward and know when it's time for a shift. So now you got a better idea of what faith is and some tips on being disciplined. Now you have to put it all together and go to work. You have to believe the things you are hoping for are already done and all you have to do is be disciplined enough to stay on the right track and watch God work it out. The idea there needs to be additional discussion on this topic came as a result of a conversation I was having with a few of the guys at work. The topic of relationship came up as it relates to being real with yourself about what you can and can't do. Specifically, the conversation centered around the question, can you be in a committed relationship with a woman and not be sexually active? She may be a mighty woman of God, sending prayers and encouraging words, but what happens when you two are alone and the desires of the flesh start to grow stronger? Are you strong enough to resist? And this is a relationship. When I say committed, you're not in a, you're not married or anything. You're just dating and you're trying to build toward that. So just want to throw that in. But being real and knowing your limitations, you have to know before the candles are lit and the wine starts flowing what you can or can't do. Do you have the discipline to say no? Do you have the discipline to get up and leave? Is your faith at the level where as of right now, The substance of our relationship is strong enough to fight through it. I hope I don't slip. And can we see the evidence that we can endure through this trial? But again, tomorrow is another day and yet another fight. If you're going through that type of trial, please know this has and will continue to be a challenge that many a strong man and woman have failed. If you fall Will God forgive and allow you to get back up again? Of course. But how many times are you going to fool yourself that it won't happen again? Being true to yourself, and in this case especially her, and letting her know up front what you can and can't do in hopes of reaching an understanding. Having the faith that you can do it and the discipline to carry through on your promise, you can accomplish great things that will please God. Brother, I think you know fighting off temptation is one of the hardest things you will ever endure on your journey, especially if she is the one that you've been looking for and you want to be sure. You are sure or one of the one of the brothers said in the conversation using the let's make a deal analogy, you need to look behind the curtain one, curtain two and three, and then also check that small box on the table so you can see what's really going on. You got to know what you're getting into because people will present their representative during the dating phase. And then once you're in, there's a real person, another real person shows up and then it could be, oh, my God. The topic of faith and discipline also came up when talking to one of my brothers last week. 
we were discussing some of our past business ideas and ventures. And I know, I don't know about you, but I'm getting close to the point where I don't have time or the energy or the money for yet another, no, for real, this time type of idea. We were discussing that if one of those ideas had hit years ago, we know we would be in a better financial situation. I wondered, was it a lack of discipline or a lack of faith that we could do it? What kept us from jumping all in, like on that hot dog stand idea, for example? In my time with Jesus the other day, I was seeking an answer about my next move. And honestly, brothers, I'm there. By there, I mean at the point of really seeking, I want to know what my next move should be. I think I got the discipline thing somewhat under control. I believe I have a better understanding about faith and try to put in the work daily to ensure I'm doing all I can to improve my faith. Yet, I'm still asking, seeking, and knocking for the answer. God, what is my next move? You know, I understand the formula for a successful kingdom business. You know, those three key elements. One, glorify God. Two, help others. And three, make money. I'm at an intersection where I need to make a move and I really, really want this next move to be the one. I have the discipline that I will stand still and know that this is God and he has ordained those next steps. Brothers, this is a tough spot because by faith, I know God is able to do more than I can imagine. And I, and I know I have the discipline to seek his guidance and when prompted to move, I'll move like my life depends on it. You know, Brother Ben was spot on when he talked about the need to have faith and discipline. It's amazing how you think you know something well enough to teach it to someone else. And then in a matter of time, you find yourself back at the student level seeking that very same thing for yourself. I would like to call that wisdom. You know, the great philosopher Socrates put it like this. A wise man knows he knows nothing. And of course, Dirty Harry said it like, A man's got to know his limitations. Knowing you are limited in the amount of faith you you have should cause you to work daily on renewing your mind to ensure you are sure that your now faith is enough to get you through that situation you are facing right now. Having a discipline to make the right decision at the right time is also something you can't take for granted. You may have been able to make it out the last time, but this time, are things things may be a little harder. You may be a little thirstier. And of course, the enemy has played a little extra trickery on your mind. What are you going to do? You know, Scripture tells us that when we get down to it and you are faced with serious temptation, the best thing to do is run. You know, you think as wise as Apostle Paul was, you know, he would come up something with more clever to do when you're faced with that type of temptation. But the best advice he gave then, and I will ne- echo now, is Brett, run. Be encouraged to put in the work to strengthen your faith and develop a disciplined lifestyle. It's one sure way to the next level. The next time you encounter that signpost that read faith and discipline, you can say, yep, working on that daily. So help me God. All right, brothers, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We'll continue the journey forward and hang on for the ride to the next level. In closing, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. 
Thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.